I need some Florida man in me. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. I am joined here in podcast land in ScottCast headquarters with none other than fan favorite pod king Ian Dixon with Kyle on his lap. Yeah. I feel like a proper first level boss now. Exactly. Bond villain. Yeah. Got to get that Bond villain on. It's, It's strange when you're petting a cat. That's the only evil pet that you can have is like petting a cat on mm-hmm. your on your lap, which is crazy because like dogs, I mean, they could be attack dogs. You never see a cat really doing anything evil, any evil deeds mm-hmm. on behalf of the owner, but the cats are the ones that are saddled with the evil distinction. Why do you think that is? Maybe because they they're, they're sly and they keep to themselves, you know. I guess. Yeah, they got. Uh something suspicious about them can't be trusted mm-hmm. dogs are loyal mm-hmm. or could be that association with like uh, witches and stuff witches have cats mm-hmm. i mean all cats are there for really though is catching mice right they're mousers well keep rodents out i guess they're um they're kind of like your overlord like you don't really own kyle kyle kind of owns you yeah i do kind of fall into his whims whenever mm-hmm. he demands it and he gets real obstinate too yeah with his meows like he'll just meow at me like he'll just come out of nowhere look me right in the eye and be like meow! like just totally like oh mm-hmm. what did i do did i look at you the wrong way did you not like the last podcast what's going on speaking of the last podcast mm-hmm. of which hedwig happened to be joining so as a little cat note yeah but uh, the reviews come in, and everyone is afraid of Mustache Scott. <laughs> He's a feared something, figure. Something sinister about mustaches also. Yeah, and mustaches <laughs> and cats, it's like if you have those two things, mm-hmm. people are wary of you. They'll, you know, maybe they'll show up for some reason, but they're, they're wary of you. They're watching you. And I don't want to be like that, though. I don't want to be uh, just some angry mustache man. Mm-hmm lording over some podcasts yeah you know i'm just the sound guy today i'm going to try to keep it nice and chill we've got beautiful foam things on the wall Mm -hmm. so our voices sound just completely creamy and like non-reverby i mean listen to this that was crisp that was crisp you heard just the clap no room sound Mm -hmm. even the cia analyzing this podcast trying to get the shape of my room that I pot in, mm-hmm. you know, using their advanced spatial reverb technology. Even they couldn't glean any information from that. I mean, there's nothing there. Yeah. Bats would be totally fucked in here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They'd just be flying around, hitting the walls. Thank God it's padded. Mm-hmm. I always knew I'd end up in a padded room. <laughs> We could keep going on forever about sound treatment jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was such a ripe area of humor. Yeah. I think it's time we get right into this podcast, though. Because okay. I've got like eight articles about a very specific topic. Yeah. So you were thinking we, we, we needed a chill, laid back kind of pod. And I was feeling like something's been missing lately. Like I haven't been bringing the thunder and I needed a little bit of something extra. Yeah. So I brought over some beers for us. All right. And it's a specially procured beer for this very occasion. Uh, it's Florida Man <laughs> from Cigar City Brewing in Tampa. Florida Man. <laughs> Florida Man, the mythic like, figure that we all know of from the news. Yeah. I'm missing some edge and I need some Florida Man in me. So... This is uh, pretty alcoholic. It's got 8.5% by volume, which is pretty hefty for a, for a beer. Let's crack her open. Yeah. See what this is about. It tastes like I'm wearing a tank top. <laughs> it's surprisingly drinkable, I would say. It's very drinkable. For that much alcohol, it's got like a 
kind of a pineapple-y orange juice vibe. Sort it's of. a white citrus. It yeah. doesn't slap you in the face. Mm-mm. And of course, with the Florida Man beer, we've got Florida Man topics up the wazoo. <laughs> Turns out it's real easy to find crazy news about Florida Man. Yeah. They say it's because of that, uh, there's a, some legal thing with the press, mm-hmm. right? In Florida, pretty much everything gets reported because there's no barrier between incidents and and the press. So they get all the craziest things, and they pick the most salacious things, and boom, they get their hits, they get their clicks. Right here on my computer are 10 tabs from different Florida sites, all getting a little bit of ad revenue because we're on a Florida man binge. <laughs> But I like that, and I like you. I like that you that you want to bring in a spirit mm-hmm. to help guide you in this pod. Yeah, where I want to kind of just lay back. I want to be a good mustache. <laughs> I want to be a calm mustache. And I think if I come down to calm, you know, I'm not yelling at anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just relaxing with my mustache, sitting at my desk, and then you are describing these Florida man stories with more and more vigor and balls and testosterone. Like I want you clipping at yeah. the end of this podcast. And that's what we're hoping for. I might just drink this and get sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very like warm, but like nice <laughs> environment. We're in. But Hey, it's an experiment. Mm-hmm. And Scottcast has always been an experiment. And it's what, what do they say? Life is an experiment. Florida Man news. I'm mm-hmm. sure we're going to have a cool, like, uh, Florida Man sound effect. What would a Florida Man sound effect even be? I feel like it'd be like a montage of, like, a gator growling and maybe, like, a chainsaw for some reason and, like, a guy <laughs> with, like, that southern drawl talking, but you can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. And he's excited, though, and he's got too much horsepower. Yes. Let's start. Let's start with this man. The best part about Florida man is when he shows up in a place that you don't expect him. Mm-hmm. It's a magical kind of trait to have. This man, Florida man, accidentally drove into a pond after trying to park at the Florida courthouse. <laughs> Florida only has one courthouse? <laughs> I'm sure there's several. But okay. Just like Florida Man, Florida Courthouse, they got to keep a general for whatever reason. <laughs> it's <for> that <laughs> SEO. Like, you know, all the people in Florida are just like, that's Pinellas County. <laughs> right? <laughs> of course they're doing crap like that there. <laughs> so we're looking at pictures here. That is definitely like a lifted truck. Um... I'm curious what spot he was trying to park in because he's like in that pond. He's was he yeah backing into a spot and like went too fast or did he was he going so fast that he went through the pond <laughs> from the other direction? <laughs> there is no parking anywhere near the place. <laughs> there are concrete pylons surrounding this pond. There's no yeah. way that this car could have gotten there, but there it is. And somehow it's not surprising. Let's see if they have a little bit of details on how he might have got there. So a 64-year-old man was pulling into a parking spot when his boot got tangled up in his pickup truck's gas pedal. Oh, that's all it takes. I guess. I mean, tangled up. How? (laughs) Good question. All of that. When I wear boots, right, or, or shoes, yeah. I, I generally tie them. Right. The loops aren't very tight, though. You know, if you pull them, they become undone. Right. This guy must have double-knotted. But then you would think you'd just pull it back and it wouldn't go fast. Yeah. I think he was wasted. I mean, I guess that that's the story. That's the whole story. Let us imbibe more mm-hmm. of the Florida Man Double India Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing, which is located in Tampa, Florida. Yes. So this is genuine Florida Man beer. Yeah. And this is the closest we're going to get to a vacation for a long time. 
but I kind of I kind of like this a little bit better than a Florida vacation than actually going to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope this I hope this brewery does very well exporting Florida vacations for the cost of a double IPA. Yeah, a lot of these stories that are floating around Florida, man, and like we're getting this all over the place with news, right? It's these it's twenty twenty, as I say. There's a really special brand of Florida man news mm-hmm. coming out of Florida lately. People coming to light as to having spent their uh, payment protection loans poorly. Yeah. They don't really uh, do things mildly in Florida. Mm-hmm. So when a, a bunch of businesses, businessmen got uh, their payment protection loans in and they saw that giant pile of cash sitting in their bank account, they bought some crazy things. We got a 40-foot boat bought by Casey David Crowther, 35, in Fort Myers. It's a catamaran. Mm-hmm. What's a catamaran? It's a kind of boat, I guess. It's a, it's a fancy pontoon boat. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a, a pontoon, pontoon with a sail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you research. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So, okay. We got one pontoon boat with a sail and another one. There it is. Here we go. We have a Lamborghini. And how are these people getting so much money? This guy got $13.5 million in paycheck protection relief. submitted fraudulent applications, it says. Oh, okay. (laughs) He just asked for it. Actually, when you look at it, it's only a small portion that went to the Lamborghini. He spent 318000 on the 2020 Huracan. That's like less than 10% of what he got, so that's not... Right? And he's 29 years old. How does a 29-year-old get that kind of loan? I feel like I've wasted my life. How come Scott Cat City doesn't get a giant loan? You should apply. I should have applied. Like, yo, I need to buy $4 million worth of foam. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to staple the underground cavern with full of foam. <laughs> it's going to be the only cave you can shout into and not hear anything. <laughs> it's real eerie. <laughs> I bet I could have uh, could have gotten away with something like that. Yeah. Scottcast City. Scottcast itself is like some sort of business, mm-hmm. right? You know, we sell shirts and all. You run Dino Pit? That's a business of sorts, right? That's a business of sorts. I think the only thing really... Standing in my way of having received a shit ton of money from the federal government. Asking for it. (laughs) Asking for it. (laughs) Because that seems to be the only thing (laughs) that that any of these Florida men had to do. Speaking of transportation, though. Uh, This young man, let's see how, let's get his age. As soon as you turn 30 and like you start seeing like all the crazy people are way Mm -hmm. younger than you. You're like, (laughs) this is a 22 year old. He, uh. Carried 500 grams of weed, tried to steal a plane, and all in an effort to meet his girlfriend. Oh, mm. that's so sweet. You know, when's the last time you put that much effort into like doing something for for Bronwyn or something like? That? Did you? Have, when's the last time you've committed like a several felonies, several felonies in a <laughs> row, just to like meet up with her? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a bad person, huh? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I feel the same way, though, because I went to Sabelle's the other day, and I, I explicitly told her the night before that I was going to bring over Coronas and tortilla chips mm-hmm. to our little uh, fish taco night. And I, and I show up, and she's like, where's the tortilla chips? And I look at her blankly. <laughs> and she says, you didn't bring them, did you? And I was like, was I supposed to? She's like, yeah, you were supposed to. We talked about it last night. And I was like, we did? <laughs> She's like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't listen to anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> she said it was... <laughs> she, she didn't like mention something esoteric I said afterwards. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> 
You're just paying more attention to the things you were saying, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, every night I, I call Sabella and it's practice for the next Scott cast. <laughs> so this 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 Romeo over here, this Lothario, let's 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 go through the beats mm-hmm. of what he did. So he's behind bars now, but he stole an airplane from the New Smyrna Beach Municipal Airport so he could fly all the way to California with his half a kilo of marijuana. Was he going to fly the plane himself? That's, I mean, what other way would you steal the plane? So, okay. Officers were alerted. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's reading ahead. (laughs) Officers were alerted that a stolen vehicle had been found at the airport. And while in the process of locating that vehicle, officers were flagged down by a man who said it was his vehicle that was stolen. The victim told officers that a man unknown to him jumped into the back of his truck and offered him $1,000 for a ride. The man then got out of the truck, but left a grinder scale and cell phone behind. Wow, this is like a Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> oh, I misread it. I thought he got out of the truck because he forgot his grinder scale and cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, oh, shit. oh, wait, I got to get some stuff. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to go get my stuff. I got to get my bag. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're carrying a half a kilo of weed and like he has one grinder. <laughs> Like, if, if you've got that much, you can get a grinder where you're going. It's like when you go to a new place and you don't bring your toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Don't worry too much about it. You could buy a toothbrush at the location. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Probably more sanitary. Let's see. So, he bribed a guy in a truck, but then stole the truck. And then, he's, then he got onto the wing of a plane... He asked on the tarmac. He was on the tarmac and he asked the flight instructor how to fly the plane. <laughs> uh, oh, cheers to Florida, man. man. Yeah, man. This is, the, this is the kind of guy that I can really look up to. You know why? Because he's the kind of guy who looks at life and he's like, there's this safety zone and then there's where I live. (laughs) And like, that's what we need. And if like you feel like this, I feel like this is the guy you need to be channeling. Yeah. Right here. This guy, he doesn't know how to do anything. Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) He's not... He's not the Danny Ocean of Florida, but maybe he is. <laughs> maybe he is. Maybe he is. Let's see how far he got. So he's asking this flight instructor how to fly the plane. Mm-hmm. And then by the time officers got to him, which I got to say, given all the stuff he's done so far, is not a quick response time for an airport. Yeah. <laughs> he's managed to have several conversations. <laughs> he's just running around. Jumping on wings. So he's now in the seat of the aircraft. When officers approached him, he again asked if they knew how to fly the plane. He asked the officers. <laughs> hey, do you, any, do you guys got a flight of spirits? <laughs> when you pull it, is that up? <laughs> it seems counterintuitive, right? Right? No? No. Why are you pointing that at me? <laughs> Eventually, uh, the man jumped from the emergency exit and uh, was detained by officers. He was secured in the back of a patrol car. They took all his stuff. He had a, two lighters, cigarellos, headphones, sunglasses, and a laptop. He, apparently, he thought in the middle of the flight, he was going to have a little bit of time, <laughs> check his email, yeah. you know, have a little relaxing time. He also had a glass pipe that had meth in it. That makes a lot of sense. That does. I was thinking this was all weed motivated, and I was like, wow, dude. (laughs) If he did anything else with his life, he'd be like a doctor curing AIDS or something or curing cancer. The defendant stated that he purchased the aircraft for $20,000 cash recently, and he was going to fly to California to meet his girlfriend. He advised that he did not have the paperwork and did not know the person he bought it from. (laughs) He was just like... Yeah. Checks out. (laughs) 
I mean, who doesn't buy planes with cash? <laughs> and by the way, I'm pretty sure aircrafts uniformly cost more than 20 grand. You know, it's a safe assumption, yeah. Notice that people bought boats and Lamborghinis, <laughs> but not planes mm-hmm. with their PPP loan. Or is that is that what it is? Is that the acronym? Am I or just am I just saying P a lot? I think it's triple P. Payment yeah. Protection Program. Yeah. I want to know what kind of plane this was, and whether it could even fly all the way to California. Yeah, I mean, it was a what was the airport? It was like a commercial airport. It was a municipal airport. Municipal. So I imagine so like small planes. So probably wouldn't even made it all the way across the country. <laughs> right. This could have been worse. I guess it would you. have to be pretty small if you could climb into it on the wing from the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Those big jets. You can't, you can't, uh, yeah. I mean, he does have a basketball jersey on. <laughs> I'll say that about him. Maybe, yeah. the, maybe the guy's got some ups, but, uh, it sounds like it was a Cessna. It sounds like he somehow had thousands of dollars at his disposal for this plan, <laughs> which brings up a good point, I think. He could have just flew there with a ticket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't have brought all his weed, though. Right? I guess. It's too much to stuff up your bum. That's true. <laughs> what Do you think they were going to smoke all that, though? It's half a kilo? That's crazy. I don't know what he was planning to do with that. Right. Just gonna sell it. It's not like there's a shortage of weed in California. Yeah, <laughs> like weeds like uh, slushies in California. <laughs> in fact, I think the only place where weed's a problem in his entire journey is Florida. <laughs> it's another case of like, if you don't bring your toothbrush, just buy it at the destination. Yeah. If you're gonna go scuba diving, you don't bring the tank with you in the plane. You rent one at the destination. Yeah. So there's Florida man. I think I think he's a good um, he's a good role model for you though. Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is a man that definitely has no safety zones, no no safe comfort zones. He had determination. I'll say that he, he had, had a goal and he was gonna make it happen, regardless of laws or personal safety or. Knowledge. Rational, yeah, <laughs> thinking. <laughs> but I will give him this. He's not afraid to ask for help. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's the great flying Florida man. But that's not even the end of our Florida man news. We're, we're approaching the end of our beers. I think this is going to be my favorite one. Was that? Did we get a story for that, or is it just a headline? Uh, oh, this guy? Yeah. Florida man sings and reads to relax alligators during the pandemic because, of course, they're the stressed out ones. <laughs> that one looks very relaxed <laughs> in the photo. It really does. I don't, I don't think reptiles uh, have the process to smile, <laughs> but if they do, this one is. <laughs> I mean, look at that. That is the biggest wide open grin you ever believe and what's he reading it's hard to say yeah it looks like a superhero book of some sort he's fighting a large oh he's fighting a dinosaur is what that is mm. some superhero fighting a dinosaur it doesn't have to be like great fare for alligators i imagine <laughs> like what was he what, what, what if he was like sitting there like reading dostoevsky <laughs> <laughs> well he's trying to keep them Pepped and cheered. I don't think Dostoevsky would have been a good means to that end. Yeah. If he wanted them to kill themselves, then that would be a good... (laughs) (laughs) Is that why he's your favorite? (laughs) There's something charming about the kind of depressive... I don't know. The depressed, serious, Mm uber-intellectual Russian from like... Pre-rev- isn't isn't he pre-revolution? Um, I, I don't know the timelines over there. It's uh, it's in the existential movement, we'd say. Yeah, he died in eighteen eighty something or other. Mm-hmm. So that was before the French Re- the French Revolution, the the Russian uh, commu- communist takeover. I feel like I'm talking like Alex Jones all of a sudden. <laughs> that was before the. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Dostoevsky had a lot of interesting thoughts, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, one of the first works of existentialist literature. If you don't count uh, Sergeant Kierkegaard <clears throat> for the commies got to him. <laughs> so there's something charming about the depressed uh, literati. I mean, I mean, mm. I guess that's true. Like, I like David Foster Wallace. Mm-hmm. There's been a, a, a rash amongst Scott Castigators claiming that I have this weird love-hate relationship with anything David. Mm-hmm. I love David Foster Wallace. There's a love-hate relationship with Sneaky D. We all we all love to watch that play out mm-hmm. on, on the old podcast channel. Yeah. And there's David Lynch I've been getting into lately. Mm-hmm. And on my other podcast, Detroit Songwriter Dispatch, my co-host, mm-hmm. Dave. Not you saying that uh, Letterman was kind of your inspiration to even start the whole talk show podcast sort of pathway? Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I'm, I'm surrounded by Davids. And just the other day, I was actually reading the Bible, and I, was, I found a story that I think you would actually like. And I specifically thought of you during this mm. when I was reading this. It's the story of David and Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. And what we all know is that Goliath was this uh, army commander who mm-hmm. comes up to the town and he's like, bring me someone who can kill me. And if you kill me, then we'll just go away because that's how war works, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so David comes up with a slingshot, whips him in the head, and he wins. And that's usually where you hear people stop the story. Mm -hmm. They go on to the other David stories. But what they don't tell you is that the slingshot didn't kill him, Goliath. What killed him was David cut Goliath's head off when he was knocked out. Mm -hmm. And he walked around holding the Goliath head. He's like 12 or 15 at the time, something like that. And he just walked around for days, just like showing it off to all his friends. Mm -hmm. He was an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) There's another story about David where, like, he wanted to get with some lady, and she happened to be married, and he was, like, uh, kind of the head of the army at the time because of the Goliath deal. And so right? this that- guy was, like, one of his commanders, and he was like, oh, you're going to go on the front lines today so I can fuck your wife. <laughs> there it is. That's what the Hallelujah is about, the Lemon Coin song. <laughs> <laughs> Which is extra funny because, like, everyone always, like, sings that song in, like, a religious context. <laughs> it's like, this is this is what you're going to highlight? Okay. All right. Yep. I'm all for cool stories, too, bro, but <laughs> I, don't th- I, don't think it's, I don't think it's saying what you think it's saying. You know? So, David's are just kind of, like, a big thing. Yeah. I feel like if we ever come across, like, a Florida man named David, like, it's going to be some sort of weird culmination of everything that that I've ever aimed for then like boom the singularity and we all collapse <laughs> all based on David's mm-hmm. they know how to get my goat but at the same time I can't get them out of my head Yeah, I think David is the most popular name in the world though but like maybe not in the world I think that's Mohammed if I've learned anything from super bad mm-hmm. is David the most popular name in the world it's the 22nd mm-hmm. in the United States its highest popularity, when it ranked number one, was in 1960. So if you meet somebody who's 60 years old, just say David. <laughs> highest chance of being right. Yep. But what's the number one name in the world? What do you What do you want to bet? Do you want to go for the Mohammed lot? I have no idea, to be honest. I want to. I want to say it's not Mohammed. Can I? Can I do that? I mean, it's it's somewhere in Asia, but I wouldn't really know what's popular over there at the moment. Like it's like Poe, but it's like written in the James. Mm. What? No. What the? F- oh, they're just gathering like based on social security data. So that's oh. like U.S. names. Oh, okay, U.S. names between 1920 and 2019. James is number one. David is number six. Okay, here's the real lot though. Me or you? Who's more rare? Which one of us in this room is the more rare bird? I would say mine. You're just going to take that? Just like, I mean, there's no hesitation in your voice. Like, this is the well, most you know, steely I've ever seen your you face. Don't, you don't meet a lot of Ian's. Ian McKellen? Not in America. That's true. I have never actually met Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew Ian's before in, mm-hmm. like, high school and stuff. But I didn't know any Scots. But then in college, in one class... There were four Scots. <laughs> this is like the first time I met other Scots. Yeah. It was it was surreal to me. 
Scott is number 39. There you are. Damn it. That's such a shit number to be. Because, <laughs> like, you want to be, like, one of the most popular, like, right? Like, David, mm-hmm. William, Michael, Robert, John, James. Or you want to be extremely esoteric and rare. Like that Elon Musk, like, theta uh, to the ninth power. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at this, though. This is cheating. Billy. Billy shows up at number 79. That's William. And that's William. People just put Billy on the birth certificate. <laughs> like they don't <laughs> understand that that's... What idiots. <laughs> My proper name is Billy. <laughs> you can call me Bill. No, Ian. Oh, you're not even on the list. Mm. Billy's on the list. William's on the list. But no, Ian. Willie is also on the list. <laughs> and Willie. <laughs> Stop bastardizing your name, William. Also, Bobby and Bob and Robert. Bobby, Bob, and Robert. I heard, I heard Jack was like some form of John. Mm-hmm. Well, Ian's a form of John, technically, too. What? Yep. How? Explain yourself. It's the Irish form of John. Do the Irish know what they're talking about? Um, I, I think so. So, like, how does that even happen? So, like... It's like names I, are derived I, from roots, right? Like, just like words are... Words in different languages can have the same root in, like, Latin. And so they're similar, but they're a little different. Oh. Derived from the Hebrew-given name... Oh, and it, oh my God! This is what David should be giving me for vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Old Hebrew. <laughs> and that reminds me, I've been wanting to watch a David Lynch movie, man. Yeah, I've been mean, I've been uh, thinking about that a lot lately because I was reading a David Foster Wallace mm-hmm. essay on David Lynch. Really? Yeah, he was explaining. Um, I want to say Lost Highway. Oh, I love Lost Highway. I haven't watched that shit in forever. We should watch that this weekend. Because we got a long weekend. Just come over someday. Fuck yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. So we're going to watch Lost Highway this weekend. And this is what I know of it. I think this is what it is. Is it the one where it's Bill Pullman Mm -hmm. as a crazy jazz saxophonist? Mm -hmm. A bunch of voyeurs come into his room and like film him doing crazy expressions. And then he gets thrown in jail upon which he's transmogrified into this person with a weird growth on him. It's been a while since I've watched it. Like I said, he does, he definitely does like a shift appearance. So it's Bill Pullman and a different actor altogether, but it's the same character. Ooh. And you can keep, you can tell from like the way the story is told. It's like, we talked about the beyond before I think on pod and like, that was the thing that I liked about one of the things that I really liked about that movie was like the way it, uh, kind of was able to present dreamlike imagery and like, it didn't make any sense if it was like just a movie telling a story, but you could kind of follow it still in the context of like, Oh, this is like a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, they're in the house. And now all of a sudden they're in the hospital after they went through that door in the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it f- dives deep into like a, a psyche. It's very surreal. Yeah. Okay. That's what uh, David Foster Wallace said about David Lynch, that there seems to be two major types of films. There's the art film, right? Which is, uh, tries to get you to think, mm-hmm. tries to raise your consciousness. And then there's the commercial film, which just tries to entertain you, tries mm-hmm. to lull you to sleep. And then there's David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Who, um, he, he just seems interested in like getting into your mind and like just, just being there and fucking around with it. Like he doesn't want you, he doesn't want to make you realize something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he, he just wants you to, he, he just wants to get in your mind. He just wants to pry deep into the unconscious. He definitely pokes around in there. I don't know what he's trying to do, but he's got a way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. It's, it's. it's it's almost like you can't resist it. I mean, I've been watching his weather reports, mm-hmm. and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, this is genius. It's like the worst time in America, 
And here's David Lynch being all cheery talking about the weather. Oh man, I saw one. I don't remember what day it was, but he he did like a dad that dad joke with like, I gotta wear shades today because my future's so bright. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, and it was it was amazing. I loved it. Oh my god. <laughs> His life is a David Lynch movie. <laughs> it's so brilliant. You can't you can't knock David Lynch. There's there's my David love, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The David section of the podcast, because every section, every everyone has must have the David section. But now we're back to Florida Man for a minute here. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you thought the guy who stormed an airport to steal both an airplane and lessons mm-hmm. had balls, if you think that guy knew what he was doing and had a goal in life and wanted to live. This man puts that man to shame. Shirtless Florida man travels to Louisiana. So this is a trap. He made it out of state. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> he travels to Louisiana to headbang to Slayer during Hurricane Laura. He also started to go fund me for victims of Hurricane Laura which has so far raised $240. Probably more than it cost him to travel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, look at, I mean, I need you to describe this screenshot. So, uh, yeah, shirtless Florida man. Definitely without a shirt. Looks like uh, possibly like a f- leather pant or a faux leather pant, or it might be just like wet from the rain. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it could just be boxer shorts, but they are definitely tight and They're sleek. tight, yeah. And uh, he's got kind of the power stance, like sort of doing a lunge, but like the arms are out and he's definitely like tensed up and almost like a like a bodybuilding pose sort of thing. And he's got an American flag in his left hand waving almost straight out because the winds are so high and he's just uh, ripping. I've seen he actually has like done this a number of times uh, what yeah. um there's so a wait this guy's just rehashing yeah he's not even a, oh my god i can't believe i'm on like episode five of florida man withstands a hurricane listening to slayer <laughs> and i haven't even gotten to the rest yeah, of yeah no he's got a youtube channel and i think vice did like a short little featurette on him it's pretty rad he just did it for fun one time in florida where he lives and he was like oh man you know it would be rad if i did like a hair whip out in this storm and he was like yeah and he just went out there and his dad shot it and then it went viral and he just kept doing it and all the money he makes from it he donates to like uh like storm victims so i mean that's an upstanding florida man right there that is an upstanding florida man that's, that's using your florida man powers for good yeah you know not this guy trying to hitch a ride to california through yeah, a very shit Hurricane Florence. He's out there rocking, man. Look at him go. <laughs> oh my god. Dude's fucking fighting it. <laughs> yes. Let's do it again. He's just constantly just rocking out to Slayer holding a flag. He has an array of shorts. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen him he wear. Had like a, those were like cut off jeans at the knee. But the one he had like almost Daisy Dukes on, man. That was a little <laughs> bit much. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at that screenshot. Oh, no, that's just straight boxer briefs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have utter respect for this man. This Florida man. And look, the world feels the same way. Look at this like-dislike ratio. 4,600 likes to 43 dislikes. Like, I mean, you'd you'd have to be an uncultured swine to not like this man. Just utterly braving a hurricane just to rock the fuck out for you. Hell yeah. That's what I want out of my rock and rollers. Yeah. Right? Like these days with the with everybody has their like little phones and their tweet machines and their little opinions and their little talking. It just reminds me of how like ancient philosophers would look at like Rome and stuff like that and be like uh we're we're getting too lazy. We're getting too uh philosophical, intellectual. We're not being the man in the arena. We're not 
taking life by the horns, you know, mm-hmm. we we're just sitting around talking and stuff, you know, and they got real tired of it and they wrote about it and stuff. And like, I feel like we're in that situation, but even crazier nowadays because even everything's tweeting, everything's talking, everything's mm-hmm. coming up with some sort of opinion, some sort of slant. And, and here's this guy just like fucking rocking it the fuck out in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> yes. It's got like three foot hair and it's fucking rocking out. There's like buildings being destroyed behind him, like by this wind. And he's just facing it like a man, spread legged, hair at a 90 degree angle backwards. Oh my God. And this is how we're supposed to be attacking this podcast. Exactly. And I support it. I support it. So, okay. Let's go to the realm of conjecture. I know I just pissed mm-hmm. all over that. <laughs> but let's go to the realm of conjecture. Okay. Let's say, like, for weeks, we prepared for a podcast. And we wanted it to be as extreme as Hurricane Florence versus Florida Man. Would we have to find a storm and, like, pod during the storm? Like, should it be literal like that? I don't think it has to be literal like that. I think, uh, I mean, it's it's finding greatness in moments of despair, I think. And that's what we're doing with what we're doing right now, I think. We got uh, all sorts of despair around us with the pandemic and social unrest and half the country was on fire and there was like double hurricanes in the Gulf. and <laughs> yeah. It became cartoonish at a point. Everything's pretty <laughs> shit at the moment, but we're we're here and we're pushing forward and we're celebrating the glory that is Florida man. Yeah. The world's most disparaged state in the union. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's a very Florida man sentence, Scott. <laughs> and we're celebrating it. We're spelling, celebrating human spirit. Mm-hmm. You know? Just because we're not like top dog in the world anymore. And just because the world yeah, is I'm a not going to like smoke a bunch of meth and steal an airplane. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's also that. <laughs> and actually, though, I will say about the meth airplane guy, mm-hmm. he was smart enough not to bring meth with him in his luggage. True. He just, it was only outlined that he brought half a kilo of weed with him well well he did the math he did the math but he was gonna have somebody else fly. he's gonna have <laughs> or tell him how to fly right yeah math <laughs> <laughs> i hear it's a i hear like the effect meth has when you when like you take it and stuff mm-hmm. is is that it's uh it gives you an overwhelming amount of confidence where alcohol takes away your uh inhibition right Meth gives you confidence. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we need to do before a podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure about that. But well, if you were on meth, you'd be. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Helps, yeah. It is inspirational, though. Okay, so we're back talking the Florida man dole, and the thing that Florida man's reminding me of right now is like. Uh, a renewed commitment I've made my, to myself recently mm-hmm. to get out of my comfort zone. I've mentioned it a couple times, the word comfort zone. And I think it's important to get out of your comfort zone every once in a while. And here's what I, what my latest crazy idea to do it with mm-hmm. is. And I don't know if I'm going to actually do it. But if I'm going to do it, I mean, I'm going to have to pull the trigger like, now. I'm going to get myself a bivy tent. And uh, I'm going to go and uh, camp somewhere. Okay. Head up a trail, walk for 10 miles, set up a, set up a bivy tent, and uh, there it is. It's, it's like the most, it's, it's the most minimal tent you can possibly it's think It's like of. a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's shaped like a coffin. <laughs> It's meant to sit, uh, sleep one person, mm-hmm. you know, it's designed for like hikers and like, uh, like military kind of people when they're, when they're out in the field and like, they just need to sleep anywhere. Right. This is what it's for. It's, it's it protects you a little bit from the elements, 
but uh, that's about it. You're mm-hmm. basically just sleeping where you find a place to sleep. And I've been wanting to do that, you know, get out of my comfort zone. I've yeah. got this beautiful bed I have, and uh, I've got three fans running on it all the time so that when I get to bed, it's like the the entire bed is the cool side of the pillow. <laughs> yeah. I'm ensconced and like, and like I slipped off to dreamland and, and it's beautiful, you know, but I should be able to sleep in a bivy tent mm-hmm. under the stars on, on rocks with a bear like drooling over me. I should be able to be able to sleep then too. Then I will never have to worry about anything. Yeah. And that's the value of getting out of your comfort zone. And Florida man, more than anybody in the world, maybe just because his comfort zone is different than mine, I don't know, seems to always challenge that. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with the guy stealing a plane or buying a plane, as he said. Right. I don't want to mess up his narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw it with the man rocking the fuck out to Slayer to, to raise money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's it's so funny that he only made like 240 bucks out of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like internationally famous. Every time a hurricane hits, this it's like this this guy's time to shine. <laughs> that that makes that makes you wonder though. Mm-hmm. As a guy uh, in a hurricane in 2020, right? And that's your thing is like you make the best of the situation is 2020. There's two hurricanes at once. Mm-hmm. What does this guy do? Right? How do you, how do you even process that? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like uh, the phone's ringing off the hook for <laughs> for him, you know? He's not used to processing, too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was, like, a big deal with him. We should get him on the podcast, because i got so many questions for this guy. Yeah. I'll try to get him. I bet if you left a comment on his YouTube, he'd probably check it. Probably would. And I'd be like, dude, you always have a spot on Scottcast. Yeah. Just, just let me know. Call in. Hell yeah. Keep it real. What's up, Kyle? Oh, Kyle, you're going to make some noise into the mic? Nice. Kyle's been a sweetheart lately. I had to tell my mom that uh, that I wasn't going to get another pet because if I got another pet, it'd be like, it would only be shittier than Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the only room for movement. It'll be regression to the mean. Kind of like how this podcast, I don't think I've said a mean thing yet. I don't think I've had any outbursts. Mm-hmm. Never clipped the signal. Yeah. Regression to the mean. We had a little bit of a crazy outburst with Mustache Cast original. I think I was just excited to have a mustache. I thought it gave me like special mustache powers. Mm-hmm. I was a little too comfortable. And now that I'm feeling restrained, feeling good. So the next Florida man news is. Oh my God. <laughs> the sub headlines even better. <laughs> No, let's just laugh at let's just laugh at the article on the podcast. Let's not even explain what we're laughing at. Yeah. Florida man pushes pastor next churchgoers to the ground because the service was too loud, police say. As he was taken down <laughs> for being disorderly, he yelled rape. He yelled everything. Like there's this uh, trailer park boys episode where he's stealing Alex Lifeson from Rush. <laughs> from his hotel Mm. to play a song for bubbles. And like, as he's like taking him through the hotel lobby, duct taped in his bathrobe, (laughs) he's like, no, this guy's a male prostitute. I'm just taking him in. He's a, yeah, he's a male prostitute. No, no, he's a male prostitute. I I just got to say, and everyone was just like backing away from him. It worked. (laughs) That's what, that's what that reminds me of. So, he became violent at an outdoor church service, knocking the pastor and other church courts to the ground because he thought the service was too loud. There's no um, decibel readouts printed, so it very well might be too loud. I yeah. used to uh, run audio at a church service mm-hmm. at a church in Clarkston because like, I wanted to volunteer for something. Got into that, and I was like, do you have any audio things? Because I'm trying to be a rock star. They were like, yeah, you can run the mixer during sermon. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. And the thing you don't realize when you do something like that, and maybe you, you wouldn't realize if you haven't been to church or anything like that, but like the board and equipment that they use in those churches and stuff mm-hmm. on all the microphones are all top of the line. I believe it. Insanely top of the line. Like, 
I was working on a board that like would be what Pine Knob uses, mm-hmm. you know, for U two. Yeah. <laughs> And like it was just like one fader. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's voice. <laughs> and his one possession, just put it there. Oh, he's gonna play a CD track. That's the second fader. That's how complicated my job would get mm-hmm. in that kind of situation. So I could see it being too loud. Yeah. I could see them like getting a super church mega speaker setups because it's a church and like they got the funding and and I imagine what happens is like the church pastor only having studied the word of God doesn't know much else mm-hmm. and he and he buys something from an audio technician who's just like well this is the best and he's like, telling me your lord and savior doesn't deserve the best yeah <laughs> <laughs> when when Jesus spoke on on, on the mount he was speaking through a sure microphone. <laughs> so he tried everything he could to get out of custody when the when the when they took him out. This is one of the sentences that you can only read in a Florida man report. The man's name being Cheeseboro. Cheeseboro <laughs> was yelling rape as officers attempted to take him into custody. Although records indicate no sexual assault had taken place. <laughs> they checked. <laughs> Can you imagine you're in that situation? Like something's happened and this guy shows up. He like punches your pastor out. He like knocks a few old ladies to the ground. <laughs> like, y'all too loud. Y'all too loud. <laughs> then some police officer's like, calm down, sir. And he's like, ah, rape. And then you look at his ass. It's like, is it? Nope. Still there. <laughs> anyway. So this guy, where I love the previous Florida man mm-hmm. for having like the guts to like stand in front of a hurricane mm-hmm. and listen to Slayer with a flag and just rock the fuck out. I feel like this guy crossed a line. If it was too loud, he could have just blasted some Slayer at him. Right. <laughs> I don't want my Florida man thinking things are too loud. Yeah. Even if he, any, even if he's badass in expressing his dislike, mm-hmm. there's a few times in my life where I wanted to just punch a pastor in the face. Mm-hmm. I admit it, you know, not their fault, not my fault too. Just, just how the dynamic goes. You're going to want to punch some guy in the face once in a while. Mm-hmm. And when people get their audio signals wrong, when people get their audio work poorly done, I also want to punch them in the face. Okay. So maybe this guy's just a connoisseur of audio. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's what I'm going to give this guy. I'll go with that. A connoisseur of audio shows up, throws a few punches, tries to get out of police imprisonment. He should have gone with the male prostitute thing. Like the arresting officer, Mm -hmm. like he should have been yelled, this guy's a male prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone would have backed off on me, but I will get away. I'm going to, did they give his first name? It's just Cheeseboro. Cheeseboro. I think that's, uh, I think that's, it seems like etymologically it. means like uh, the neighborhood of cheese. <laughs> I'm going to uh, save that for the tingle verse. That's going to be a, a character that we might encounter. Ooh, Cheeseboro. Professor Cheeseboro. <laughs> if things get too loud, he just starts swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't dived into the tingle verse since yeah. the first foray. You know, we need to get into that. We got a long weekend coming up with Labor Day. Hell yeah! Watch uh, Lost Highway and maybe take a break to curl up and cry in the corner for a little bit, and then come back with some Tingle Verse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or Tingle Verse during Lost Highway. That would be weird. No, that would gotta, be too much at attention. once. Yeah, you gotta pay attention to Lost Highway. At the same time, if like I actually did. Um, manage to take in the entirety of the Lost Highway movie and also participate fully in the Tingleverse, I don't think my psyche would be um, reparable after mm-hmm. that. I would just be some like broken man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, forever lost in my own unconscious mm-hmm. while expressing that loss by describing raptor unicorn bestiality. Mm-hmm. 
it's only natural. I mean, we got a lot of like we've packed this podcast full of news today. We have. It's like all news. I actually had to before we got into the Florida man kick. I had a couple things picked out. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you one of them. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I thought was a hero. At LAX airport, one of the busiest airports in the world, so not some municipal airport where a guy can just show up and sit in a plane and be like, hey, you know how to drive this thing? <laughs> hey, hey, where's the, where do you keep the keys? Huh? Visor. Visor. <laughs> it's not one of those airports. LAX. Yeah. And at LAX, a guy in a jetpack was there. Do I have to say anything more besides a guy with the jetpack was there? He was floating 3,000 feet above LAX where all these giant jets were taken off, taken off, landing. It caused an uproar. It wasn't legal. It wasn't a legal flight. Mm-hmm. They still haven't found him. <laughs> How do you not find this guy? Besides the fact he's got a jetpack. Let's take a look at the jetpack. Because that's the more interesting part of this story to me. Yeah. The fact that there's a jetpack. It's like the, the rocketeer. Wasn't he like a mysterious guy and they didn't really know? I never actually watched that movie. Rocketeer? Yeah. It's like a Disney thing in the early 90s or late 80s. Had kind of a steampunk vibe, but it was Disney, so it was sort of lame. <laughs> But, I mean, uh, well, that's that's a that's a, actually a hard equation to 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 arrive at. So we got this film about jetpacks. Cool, yeah. Steampunk era, depending on your tastes, I'd say cool. Yeah, I like brass. Yeah. So far, everything's cool. Disney made. Now you know the plot. You already know the plot. Yeah. Disney made brings it down to cool. Less cool. But I'm trying to find out where this, what this guy's jetpack actually is. They have very limited range and most have low altitude flight envelopes, yet this guy was able to get away. Mm-hmm. So he was just testing it? Maybe? Maybe that's the next Elon Musk? But nobody knows who it is. Maybe it's Batman. It could be Batman. Because apparently this is very rare. Like they have jetpacks that are remarkably <clears throat> capable. Let's let's take a look at the like take a look at this here link. One company thinks flying by five, come on. They're, they're just giving what is the that's just a giant pogo stick. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, the drive. No, I don't like that jetpack. There's a, the the big jetpack that people are really like that I've that I've seen a lot mm-hmm. that I don't care for because I'm like that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Is the one where there's like a fire hose out of the guy's ass mm-hmm. and he's like just floating over water, spitting spitting water out of his ass. Right. You know, just like just doing it like that. That's not a real jetpack. There's no right. There's limited range because you have to keep the hose right. Yeah, got to have all that. You want a jetpack that's like self-contained. You can fly however many feet up you want. Mm-hmm. Go whatever distance the fuel will take you. Exactly. But this guy who showed up at um, this airport didn't have a jetpack like that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have some weird limited range jetpack. They had a jetpack that looks a lot like those flying cars that the Japanese are developing mm-hmm. with the four rotors and like, uh, basically a design from drones. Oh, wait, what? This guy looks like some sort of green goblin guy. Now <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on? I, this story just keeps developing before our eyes. Oh my God. Go to the webpage button. Guy in jetpack greets incoming planes. Look at this guy. This is this is straight up Green Goblin material. He's like uh, standing on like a that photos from two years ago in France. Oh, that's not the LAX guy. But they're just assuming that that's maybe what the pack was. Oh, that's not true. Bah. 
how many jetpacks are there? <laughs> seems like everyone's got a design for a jetpack. Shouldn't they have footage of it? I would, it seems like they would be pretty substantial monitoring of a of an airport like that. Right? I mean, I, I guess they don't, like, film the skies all day, but I don't know. Guy in a jetpack, man. You think someone would catch it? I mean, at least try to take a few blurry photos with, like, a <laughs> dot in the distance. Like, right. So, yeah, this is a stock... Like, all the all the jetpacks you're seeing is stock footage. No wonder I was duped by the drone jetpack. Mm-hmm. Now I want to know what this guy's jetpack is capable of. There's, in, like, a week, Elon Musk is going to, like, show up, and he's going to be like, yeah, guys, I made a jetpack. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll fight the court case. <laughs> I got bail. <laughs> is that South American or South African? Is that a good uh, South African? I don't think that's a good uh, any sort of... That's not even good at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, there's nothing good about that. <laughs> So, jetpacks exist. Yeah. You know. What else is there? Not much besides bivying, bivying and, and jetpacks. <sighs> but, you know, if I was that guy flying a jetpack at LAX, mm-hmm. The only possible reason I could think I'd be doing that is like I need a lot of attention quick. So I think we're about to get jetpacks. We're about to get flying cars. I think personally, we're going through a lot of shit in 2020. Yeah. No one can doubt that. Mm-hmm. No one no one can say anything about that to tear that down because it's true. But we might reach an equilibrium soon when flying cars and jetpacks become the thing. Mm-hmm. Because you can't catch COVID when you're soaring through the air all day. Yeah. You have to be in an enclosed space, generally. Yeah. Or like swaps bit. The, the epidemiology is all over the place. So what did we learn today? Oh, Jesus. Um, well, we learned to... Uh, Follow your heart, no matter the barriers, and to make the most of difficult situations. Damn, that's wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that meth makes you really confident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, you don't have confidence? Try meth. <laughs> Boy, you'll never feel confidence like that again. <laughs> Disclaimer, do not try meth. <laughs> also, yeah, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> That's a bad sound bite to let into the universe. <laughs> I need to get better at that. I'm so glad I'm not famous. <laughs> I'd be in trouble so many times over <laughs> with the random crap I've said here. Yeah. But, hey, we're entertaining to the people who, who matter most. Yeah. The Scott Castigators. That's right. And they're never going to send me to jail. They're not going to report me to the LA Times. That's right. Or whoever does things. <laughs> Who's reporting nowadays? I don't read the news anymore. I read. I just Google for it. It's just people retweeting and poning people on Twitter. I don't know. We should do a we should do a live Scott cast where where we sit on Twitter and we tr- try to pwn people over just the most stupid things. Yeah, like somebody like tweets like uh, trying to find something that can't possibly be politicized. Like, oh God, I love fries. <laughs> and we'll politicize it. Yeah. We'll be like Biden likes fries. <laughs> <laughs> so does Trump. Are you in bed with the elite? Mm-hmm. That's what we'll say. Yeah. So what? You're in bed with the elite punk? Punk? And that'll be Scott Cass attacking the news. Mm-hmm. Or making the news. Or being the news. At that point, we're the outlet. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to do like a lot more 
off-the-cuff reactions and just shitting on people. Maybe not. <laughs> now that you say it out loud. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do more of this. More okay. Florida man. More relaxing. Yeah. More more basking in a, the absolute deadness of this room. You know? And I would like to yell at people less on pod. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that out there into the world. If you see me yelling on this here Scarcast again at people for fun or for games or not for fun, mm-hmm. it's a big whoopsie. And that's the first step. Yeah. And that's what I learned today. What was that? That it's a big whoopsie. To yell at people? Yeah. Okay. Don't want people to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always thought it was part of, part part of the Scott cast, uh, the, the Scott from Scott cast personality that that he becomes a little dictator every once in a while. But mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. Maybe 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 I have a different path before me. You know. Yeah. More like a, a Dick Cavett fella rather than a little Mussolini podcaster. Mm-hmm. Anyways, want to take it out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, from us here at the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast, we bid the adieu. See you later, ScottCastigators. Oh, hell, ScottCast. Glory be to ScottCast. Yeah. Slayer rules. Fucking Slayer. Slayer. <laughs>